Hey guys, welcome to Into the Wormhole with Larissa and Lauren. I'm Lauren Lowen and with me is Captain Larissa Maestro. Hey. Hey Larissa. Hey Lauren. Do you remember that time we talked with Damon and DJ about Star Trek on their podcast called Your Inner Child is an Idiot? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was great. I really want to I want to find out if we were idiots. I know. <laughs> well, what's even more great is that we have part two. So shall we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Previously on, your inner child is an idiot. Very, very special guests today. We have Lauren and Larissa from Into the Wormhole. Welcome, you guys. Lock phasers. Fire on my command. Fire. Like he rips out his arm. I was like, dude, consent. You can't just rip out people's forearms. Do all of the colors of the shirts mean something specific? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a soul. I don't know if anyone does. Like, it, I think it's cool that they put that in there as like a question that is still posed in hundreds mm-hmm. of years. I also want to say just uh, Picard, just Patrick Stewart in this episode. It's like skinny little beautiful Patrick Stewart, beautiful storytelling and just Patrick Stewart just nailing it. As you may have figured out, this is part two of our Star Trek The Next Generation episode, along with our friends from Into the Wormhole with Larissa and Lauren. Um, We decided the episode was too big, so we split it into two episodes. So this is episode two. So if you haven't listened to episode one, (laughs) you are going to be really (laughs) confused. So... Check out episode one, and here's episode two. Welcome back to the show. I have more Wesley questions. Thank God. (laughs) Go for it. How the fuck old is Wesley at this point? (laughs) He's driving the goddamn ship around? Uh, So he's been to the... Academy now, right? Uh, I have to think about this because uh, like, remember he's supposed to be picked up and then... Oh, and then they don't pick up because he gets into the Academy and they don't... Yeah, and then they're like... He misses his ride, basically. He misses his... Beverly didn't pick him up from soccer practice. Oh, Wesley. And um, so, but like Picard says um i mean I, i'm sure you guys get like wesley's supposed to be like a boy genius um but is the he? card thing <laughs> i know the impression i was supposed to get yeah he, well in season <laughs> one, it's very wesley heavy yeah that is not what came across <laughs> does he gives but, him like a field commission or something yeah right? he makes him like he's not an officially um i forget like acting ensign i don't yeah. know what to call it but he basically gets like a, a pip um, he's an intern. He gets coffee. Yeah. He can fly it sometimes he when has, Jordy's on break. Yeah, he has yes. a driver's permit, basically. <laughs> like, Only if Data's in the other chair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think he's probably supposed to be like 17 at this point, maybe, or 18. Because not everyone goes to the academy, right? Like yeah. My, no, so, not everyone so, goes. Like, you know. Wait, some people just get Jake, the keys and that's it. That's well, it's it? like the real military, well, like the U.S. military. Yeah, like, yeah. You have a, like, if you have a degree, you can you you come in as an officer as opposed to, I mean, you have to go with training, but like you don't go, go through the whole thing. Yeah, like right? O'Brien. I don't know. I'm not a, in the military. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there, there are non-commissioned officers and there yeah, are. Right. Yes. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I knew, so, I, I, knew so, I had a 
kernel of truth in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You did. And then you uh, shoot uh, the zombies as they attack uh, from the Middle East, which is where all the bad guys are. So it's great. Yeah. Case all closed. of them in one yeah. place. It's, it's so all great right. that they're all in one place. I know. I appreciate you guys congregating. Yeah. And it's right where that oil is. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> this thing that I want real bad, gimme, gimme. Hmm. Oh, oh. Uh, I want to know what how you guys feel about the um, how Riker maneuvers around Picard giving all his knowledge to the Borg. Mm. And then how you feel about the getting him back and the how they shut them down. Like like second second half so the whole basically. second episode basically yeah, yeah. what do you, how do you feel about season four episode one <laughs> I'll be honest I was a little fuzzy on what the plan was and what the faux plan was it was yeah. a little Ocean's Eleven without the charm where I was like wait what's going on <laughs> I was a little annoyed by the rescue mission because it was like they had set up this idea that the Borg constantly are adapting but I guess if you just leave them alone they de-adapt because they were just able to shoot them once again no, just they- like normal. They had a rotating uh, phaser frequency oh, by that point. Oh, yes. Okay. There was like one sentence. So if you missed that one yeah. sentence. Yeah. But they did explain it, which I think that, that's fine. Like, like, that's, it, that's very Star Trek to just like say some techno babble. There's a very we changed the setting. IP address yeah. on our phasers. It's yeah. fine. That's Ain't, basically it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Well, and it's like, I feel like that's a very sci-fi. And anytime we've like touched on sci-fi things in this sh- in our podcast too, like it's like there's a very sweet spot between like not explaining anything at all and we're like what the fuck is that and over explaining where it's like okay you don't need you don't need to give me the trigonometry just just give me a sentence and yeah. i think that was a good one where they're like oh if we do this now that we're going to shoot them as much as we fucking want and we're like got it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool That's let's exact line of dialogue move actually. on that was really yeah. good i loved when the that was my sentence. data it's pretty good i thought <laughs> <laughs> shoot these motherfuckers I have another technical thing, though, that I want to bring up in this episode. This was our first episode, I believe, after the costume redesign. Oh, mm. yep. And Where they the, get the shirt tugging is off Where the they charts. Have to tug the and shirts every once scene. I noticed it, I could not stop noticing it. It was just me in a sweater that shrunk in the dryer for an entire <laughs> two-hour period. Have you seen it? was just I, like every time he sat down. And I think Riker, I mean, I'm not trying to body shame anyone, but I think he's got a little bit of a Shatner-esque build a to him. A point. And might feel a little self-conscious about it as well. So I, you could tell like sometimes like I would watch his belly slowly suck in (laughs) Um, and then the shirt tug would happen or every time they sat down every time they they got up I thought it was just a Riker thing and then Picard does it later on I'm like this is also a bad design costume I'm sorry you guys didn't like the unitards but this is ludicrous (laughs) it was out of control there is so much talk on like uh, panels at, at conventions where cast members will just be like, oh, the costume. <laughs> <laughs> they also looked itchy. They looked not uh, natural they're, fibers. They're so they wool, looked, I think. Ugh. Yeah, so they're hot and itchy also. Um, apparently, these are more comfortable than the onesies, though, because the onesies were so tight that they like gave people back problems. Jeez. Um, they looked these, pretty tight from what I could see. They're tight as fuck. Uh, but like these are... <laughs> and it's season four. We've called, all put on a little bit. <laughs> We've all been going to cast parties. We've all been going to Emmy Awards parties, I imagine. Uh, right. yeah, Patrick yeah. Stewart's like, look, I'm not 51 anymore, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, they called that the Picard maneuver, though. The, they started calling the, the, the stand, shirt the stand up, tug down the shirt, move the Amazing. Picard maneuver. I'll say every time I play a wedding, I always have to just do this tie smooth. And yep. The, and then <laughs> the best, best pull down the tie smooth, and then the and then I'm good to go. <laughs> the show ended both figuratively and literally on an eerie note mm-hmm. uh, with Cap uh, Picard going out the, uh, looking out his window. And then it was like, bum, bum, bum. I was like, I know this song. Bum, 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 <laughs> and held that. I was like, oh, this is, this is off-putting and weird. Yep. Um, so I'm assuming there's like some sort of trauma that he experiences from, from uh, his experiences with the Borg. Yeah. <laughs> and the board continue after this too. That's not the end of the board. Oh, no, yeah, they're everywhere. Okay. This is like, I mean, <laughs> they're everywhere. They're literally the universe everywhere. Is lousy with Borgs. Yes. They're all over the place. So there, there then is, uh, uh, um, I mean, there's more Borg in the series and then there's, uh, an entire movie, an right. entire TNG movie. Um, with a lady Borg, is that not correct? The Borg queen, which <gasps> fans are kind of uh, mixed on whether she's she was a good idea. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take alert. My parents they, said the uh, same thing about me. <laughs> oh, I'm is so that sad. one of the good ones you said with the Borg? Is that one good? Um, that one is good. That one. Which is, one is that one? It's First Contact, mm. and it is considered it, to be the best TNG movie, I think. And it's Alice Cringe. What's her name? Cring. Cring. She's just she's just getting a lot of um good. She's in that new um Gretel Hansel movie. Oh uh, yeah, Rich Tyler went and, to see that. Yeah, she plays the way she's a she's like a a cool actress, like a Tilda Swinton type of like yeah. eerily she's chill. African. Yeah, she's she's very <sighs> cool. I think she's an incredible actress, and I think she does a great job with the part. It was more that like she kind of like changed up the whole concept of the Borg. Like the Borg is supposed to be an autonomous collective, and then they bring in a queen, and then all so of now- a sudden there's. Yeah. A hierarchy. Yeah. Somebody made that me- that uh, Monty Python meme. That I- somebody made a Monty Python slash Star Trek Borg meme where they did that whole scene from. <laughs> a lot of nerd communities coming together. <laughs> this that whole scene from uh, Holy Grail where he's like, "I'm your king," and he's like, "We have a king. I thought we were an autonomous <laughs> collective." And <laughs> but they do it with anyway. It's it's like. So many levels of nerd in that meme. And I sent that meme to a friend of mine by accident when I was trying to send it to Lauren. And <laughs> what a conversation I never got it. Oh, and you know, my friend Kristen was like, uh. <laughs> she, she said she was like frantically Googling. And I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to send you like the most like awful like depths of nerd meme but um, i mean if they're like ugh. bees i mean yeah i'm not that, that committed was, to the borg uh, strata though that was so. the idea behind giving them a queen was yeah. that bees have and i'm one. sure i'm sure in the nerd community it wasn't tied up in sexism at all you don't have any of that <laughs> oh no <laughs> where nerds have reacted sex like sexist pigs yeah, yeah. there's i yeah. give me one give me Daisy one example Rizzo, can you give me any examples <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it did kind of just write themselves in a corner, though, for later stories. It kind of, yeah, like Larissa says, it kind of like changed the whole idea of the threat of them. And mm, yeah, it was not necessarily yeah, for the better. 
Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. And, and especially during Voyager when the Borg come back a lot more because there's there's actually a a main character who comes in like mid series who is ex Borg. I think and, she, is she blonde and she has like little bits on her. Yes. Little robot bits. Yes, she has yeah. little robot bits. She's <laughs> robot, <laughs> and she's wearing it like a cat suit. That's very yes. tight. That sounds about right. Yep. Also, uh, not to just get tangentially, a uh, poor Deanna Troy in that little workout number the whole time. The only, yeah. the only deep cut V we've got. Yeah. She's Tyler got. saw her and he's like, "Oh, she did, is that a new costume?" I'm like, no, this poor lady has been in this costume this entire time. <laughs> yes, they don't put her in uniform until season six. Wow. Like, it's dumb. Does she get the standard uniform then? Yes, yeah, she gets the, the blue uniform. Okay. Because she's, she's a doctor. Maybe she's constantly yeah, she, coming from, you know, Pilates class or something. So she's, it's, it's, that's some sexism, actually. To be, yeah, to be oh, yeah. I mean, in her, in her defense, I, I haven't changed out of gym clothes since March 7th. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'll tell you, I'm not working out the whole time. Occasionally. No. Every pair of pants I've worn in the past five months of it has had elastic around the middle. I'm making bread. I can't have you guys are wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) How I feel. Uh, So okay, not anymore. (laughs) DJ, I have a question for you though. Everyone, take off your pants. Uh, DJ, I was wondering if with all the extra credit, if Lauren made you watch iBorg. Yes, it's. Okay, that's actually the one I really wanted to pick for you guys, but we just decided we couldn't have all Borg episodes for you. Right. Yeah. But like, I actually... Too many it, Borgs. It, too many Borgs. <laughs> too many um, Borgs. <laughs> inside joke. Uh, but if um, like, if you like to measure of a man, for me, I feel like I Borg is kind of like the Borg version of that, where it's definitely more talky and stuff. But I was going to say to your... To your fans and listeners, like um, a continue a really good continuation one that's very Star Trekky is iBorg, um, and I, like I was Borg. curious, DJ, if you liked that. I liked it. My my synopsis was the gang gets a pet Borg. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I I do think, and it's possibly just because they had two episodes and more room to grow with it. I did like the best of both worlds better. Okay. Uh, I think it was more interesting, like exploring Picard. Maybe just because it's Picard, like like Larissa said earlier, is like we we know this person and we're seeing them assimilated. We're seeing what that means, and it means something, you know. Whereas the the Iborg, it was interesting. It was more of a a thought experiment. They actually don't have, you know, a the organic material all comes from some something that they've assimilated, which actually makes a lot of sense with Iborg. And I kind of wish I would have. It'd be interesting to rewatch with that context that I didn't really realize. Of, yes, is that, Iborg before this episode? No, before, it's, it's after. Okay, yeah. And he. Uh, so, and it, it also explores like like Picard after this experience, Picard's uh, yeah. reaction to to uh, what to do with this this uh, individual Borg after he's been assimilated and and has experienced this trauma. Um, and Guinan. And Guinan, too, yeah. Yeah. Um, Guinan's actually pretty hostile towards it, too, which is mm-hmm. a different thing for her. Yeah, yeah. I, I Borg, I have I have a poster. On my, you can't see it because <laughs> I'm on a desktop. I don't know if you can see it. Maybe you can. Nope. Of course you do. It's right there. You see it? That, oh, yeah. That's that's Hugh right there. Yay, hi, Hugh. <laughs> I... <laughs> 
<laughs> Iborg is one of my favorite episodes too. It makes me cry a lot. Um, because I love Hugh so much. I picked up on the the Borg are just like whoever they picked up in this in this in the best of both worlds episode. It would have been neat if they had had more obvious aliens uh, as Borgs, like less humanoid aliens. Yeah, um, that you could yeah. see were just whoever they found. And, yeah, and they do that later on. Like, yeah, I feel like. In the be- in the Borg beginnings, they were just like, how do we make them kind of scary zombies? And they weren't so much worried about those details. But like later <laughs> in like in Voyager, especially, you're like, oh, that that's that's a Klingon. And right. Right. Okay. Like, and that's a Romulan and that's a Vulcan. And like you see, you yeah. see like, oh, and but now they like have Borg implants and they've got white skin and shit. And they're scary. Borgs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Borgs. Uh, Borgs. Shall we keep I also kind of want to call them Porgs half the time. Porgs. <laughs> Porgs. <laughs> Porgs. Porgs. Pogs. Borgs. I'm going to see if anyone's Photoshopped that. Borg. I'm sure they have. Actually, I think I, I think I follow an, uh, a cartoonist on Instagram that did a Borg oh, Porg. There's, there is so much. I'll just let you guys. And, yeah. and now it's porn. And now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Yep. It. Really never quickly. go to the second page. Never, never go to the second page. <laughs> oh so my we got God. Bjork, Bjork, Porg. Yeah. <laughs> Bjork, Bjorn, Porg. Bjorn, Bjorn, Bjorg, Porg. Um, Cupid. Um, oh. you're gonna have, <laughs> Damon, you're going to have to recap this one because I oh clearly lost, lost interest and did not recap it. I am uh, so excited. <laughs> So Cupid, we um, are introduced, at least in these four episodes we've watched, uh, to Q, um, a character I found offensive in that he puts his shoes on every piece of furniture he finds. (laughs) Um, uh, But we uh, also meet a woman that uh, Picard has a romantic uh, history with, Vosh, who I had to keep looking up what they were saying because I just kept hearing Vosh, 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 Vosh. Um, but, uh, she is a, I don't think she's that Wait, Hold on. Let's just stop, Damon. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the enterprise is hosting an archeological summit. Down. Is that the idea? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, Vash is there, even though she's, uh, maybe more of a fringe, uh, tomb raider is the feeling I got yeah, from her. Um, and, uh, while, uh, Picard is reuniting with this lost love, uh, Q is there again. I put his boots on all the furniture, um, <laughs> and decides that he's going to reconnect these two people uh, in the middle of the archaeological summit where Picard is giving a speech, and uh, takes Picard, Vash, and the entire crew of the <laughs> Enterprise, uh, and takes them to a simulation of Merry Old England with Robin Hood and his Merry Men. Which Worf, in his defense, uh, specifically states he is not a merry man, um, which was the only line that I laughed out loud at. I'm not a merry man. I rewound that part like three times. I'm not a merry man. I also like. I also took this as a direct reference to Robin Hood Men in Tights because um, uh, Patrick Stewart plays King John, or not King John, Richard the Lionheart in Men in Tights. That's right. All right. Uh, but this is uh, dumb. and so anyway Picard does has a lot of daring do he buckles some swash he saves Maid Marian uh, nay Vosh from the uh, from Guy of Gisborne 
and the Sheriff of Nottingham, who is Q. And uh, to what end? I don't know, because Vash eventually goes on adventures throughout the universe with Q, and everything's left to the status quo, except the fact that I have seared into my brain Picard's dress robes yes. that he wore to his speech, which were, they were like a sundress? Like a scant. With pants on? Scant. He looked like he could be wandering Broadway in Nashville. Like, just like <laughs> long pants under a sundress, giving a speech uh, about archaeology. Um, and I don't know what the point of all this was, except like, fuck it, we're doing a Robin Hood episode, was the feeling I got. I think you and I, was yeah, I, for this, I looked this episode online to see like how people responded to it, and people tend to like it. Which, again, blows my mind. Well, and that's why I said uh, this is kind of a wild card episode. Because I really <laughs> do feel like depending... I mean, like, Keith, again, my husband, like, he hates this episode. And I think it's just kind of a fun, guilty pleasure. But it is ridiculous. And it seems like either you love it or you don't. I feel like they... I mean, not to get to a review of it overall, but, like, I feel like I wanted them to go more in on it. Sure. Or stop it. Just stop. <laughs> because I feel like if they could have gone even higher camp or sillier or more actiony, like I would have been into it, or even just like more jokey. But it was just like sort of, well, we got a discount on these Robin Hood costumes. We'll have yeah. Worf smash a liar at some point. Yes. And, uh, I was going to bring up that. I was going to bring Worf that is the, the VIP in this episode. Absolutely. Worf. Yes. This is that like the only has, time I enjoyed Worf. <laughs> he didn't get a lot to do in the other episodes we That's watched. I think yeah, it was just the luck of the you, draw. We didn't give you much Worf stuff. There's a lot of cast in this to give us like all, True. everybody yeah. a spotlight. It, it might also be that like we've we've actually talked about Worf on our podcast quite a bit <laughs> in the past few <laughs> episodes of ours. So maybe we were like so subconsciously not, <laughs> not giving you much Worf. Um, he... Just all of all of the silly jokey parts are my favorite parts of this episode, and I think a lot of a lot of Trekkies might agree with that. Like there are so many like gifs and memes and stuff that are from this episode. Um, it's that that stuff is really fun. I I do love how like all of a sudden, even though it's like super corny, all of a sudden just people start. Just hats start appearing on people's heads. And <laughs> my favorite moment leg. is the turkey leg. Yes. Data just like holding up the fucking turkey leg. I laughed out loud then as well. The turkey leg. I mean, that was a funny guy. I want to say while we're talking about Data, and this might be another watching a SD show on an HD TV, but mm-hmm. his bald cap is one <laughs> of the worst things I have ever seen. That is a terrible bald cap when he was Friar Tuck. It's like in four quadrants and you could see the seams. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. I'll have to, I feel like I, I turned off the, the, what is that? The, there's, there's some yeah, kind motion of like smoothing. motion oh, smoothing the, uh-huh. thing. I turned that shit off on both of our TVs because I can't stand it. So I don't, I Maybe your see. TV's too good, Damon. <laughs> yeah, your TV's just too No, good. I mean, there's like one shot when they're actually in the woods and I think natural light is hitting it and I'm like, oh, oh what is going on here? <laughs> I I felt like, I I think this is basically the, the same as your point, Damon. Like, I just, I was a little bored by this, which I wasn't expecting because it's like, oh, it's a Robin Hood episode. That's fun. But it was just like, it wasn't, there were, there were some moments, but it wasn't like funny enough to be funny and it wasn't, 
Star Trekky nerdy enough to be interesting. You know what I mean? They because like, they were not like exploring any thing. And we're not uh, learning anything about it's not like we learned like, oh, John Luke Picard, he'll do the right thing all the time. It's not like I had to learn that. He's like, I'm gonna save this that. woman who's been imprisoned. Yeah. Um, of course he's gonna do that. Um yeah, I just I, I didn't understand what I was supposed to be getting out of this. <laughs> Except that I, I, I have a feeling though, it's like we look, we filmed twenty five episodes of us in these terrible space costumes. Can I just have a little fun? And yeah. Jonathan Frakes yeah. is like, Can I be John Little? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll smirk yeah. while standing against this this rod I carry. I mean, I I think also for me and probably for just like Star Trek fans in general, like I enjoy watching this episode because it seems like everyone's having a great time. That's and true, yes. It it seems like everyone is like super excited to be in these costumes. It seems like they were giggling constantly. <laughs> like I just because also, I don't know if you guys know this, but like the whole cast of this show are all actually very good friends. And they like, if they, if yeah. they weren't in quarantine right now, they'd be hanging out, you know. I think they, they even hung out in quarantine, according to uh, Jean-Luc's Instagram. They had a like cute Zoom meeting. It was cute. Um, but so they were they were always like goofing off on set anyway. And it just just like imagining what that must have been like to do, to shoot this episode. I right. fucking love it. I love like thinking about like everyone making fun of Michael Dorn. Everyone. <laughs> I love thinking about like everyone being like, Oh my God, LeVar Burton, those tights, like what is happening? Like just, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I just like love when people are wearing the most ridiculous costume ever. I love when, like, the most serious person is wearing the most ridiculous thing, who is Worf. <laughs> like, Worf wearing that all red. Like, it's all bright red. Like Will Scarlet. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> it only though. makes sense. It's perfect. And he's actually, so mad. It's great. <laughs> I, have a, I have a sort of technical question. Um, I think that uh, Klingon's blood is supposed to be pink, but when uh, Worf is injured, he has red blood. So I'm wondering if that's an after effect of Q's like hologram or if that is a mistake on the cruise part and someone should have been fired? It's a great question. That's uh, a great question. <laughs> Isn't it? I, I just remember in Star Trek Six, there's like a bloodbath yeah. of Klingons and there's like Pepto-Bismol floating all around. <laughs> and then you know when I saw that? his arm, I was like, that's wrong. I know that's wrong. I don't know why they did it. Why did they why did they, uh, they had to do it because of the rating. If it was going to be red blood, it was going to hike up the rating. <gasps> so they were like, if you colorize it, then... Oh, in Star Trek Six, it was? Oh, I, I mean, yeah. The scene where it's like the blood's floating in zero yeah, gravity. Yeah. 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 If it changed the color, then it took the rating down. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Ratings are stupid, Ratings, I mean, three, even when I was like very queasy about movie gore, I don't think like red blood, like... Out, coming out of nowhere, like not out of a body or anything would have bothered me. No, that that's like not a weird the scary thing. thing. Blood it, coming out of a person is the scary thing. Yeah. yeah. And intestines coming out It's like the difference between reality and if it's like colored blood, it's still fictional. I guess I think that's how mm. they view it for um, the ratings. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Don't care. That was, just Nan that was Nancy Reagan, 100%. Like, Pepto-Bismol flowing through their veins. <laughs> <laughs> that's scarier. Just think, Definitely, just absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Ooh, I ooh, ooh, uh, ooh Beverly ooh. Crusher and Picard. What's going on? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, DJ. No, but they're not. So, 
Lauren, do you want to? Uh, yeah. I mean, they have a history. Um, I think uh, Picard was Picard's kind of evolved with the death of her first husband because he, oh. uh, uh, yeah, right? Damon sits up. Um, he kills him. Wesley's <laughs> dad. Yeah, Wesley's, Wesley's dad. dad because uh, Picard had, I think, to give the order which uh, results in Wesley's father dying. And so, oh, okay. so it turns they out they were that, also like, best friends too. Yes. Like they the, were, the, the yeah. three of them, the two crushers and um, Picard, like uh, were really good friends to begin with when they were all younger. And so they have, they have feelings for each other and um, they just never quite get together. But yeah, there's always that kind of like underlying feeling that they're into each other. Um, the very, uh, last episode which is sort of time travel <laughs> okay. again uh-huh um it, they they do mention in this version of the future that they get married and then they get divorced <sighs> but they never the the series ends like they never get together and in fact picard never gets together with any his romantic interests because they wanted to make sure he was available for the movies in case they wanted to have um, some sort of romance with the next gen movies. So that's why he's constantly available and none of these relationships really work out for him. Larissa, I don't know if you want to add anything. I mean, that's, that's really it. It's sad. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Bev and, and Jean-Luc belong together. No, I was that's totally into it when, when, uh, the reason I asked for the listeners who didn't watch the episode, um, is that, uh, he's hanging out with Vosh when, um, when Beverly Crusher comes to the door for morning tea, and he's and like, "Sometimes I little, have tea uh, with Dr. Crusher." My cute little Cal- blue sweater. Yeah. Oh, very nineties cowl neck sweater. I love all her sweaters. Yeah, because um, so they they have breakfast together, and it's cute. cute. Yeah, but she uh, she well, this was also uh, going back to our earlier discussion about women on the show. It was uh, I was expecting because I have been trained by television all my life <laughs> that they will then fight or right. hate each other or you know just see then you know sort of say passive aggressive things. And she's, I think she's startled if there's a woman there, but that's it. And then she yeah. takes her on a friendly tour of the ship. I, like, oh, I think okay. even, even beyond that, she's like, ooh, you know stuff about Jean-Luc yeah. that I don't know. Let's talk. Yeah, let's dish. <laughs> Compare notes. Yeah. Yes. There are a lot of, I mean, specifically writing for women in these ways, there are a lot of evolved uh, moments like that. There are also like a lot of evolved uh, male-female friendships and relationships on this show in particular that I I feel like I've learned a lot from in my own life, like, like Riker and Troy's relationship, which we don't really see in any of these episodes. Um, they're, they like, well, they have a conversation. I can't remember. It was one of the, one of them, one of the episodes, they have a conversation together. I think it's yeah. the, uh, it's like the opening the of the two part world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, why am I still here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're like, they're best friends, but also they make out sometimes, but also they sleep with other people. Sounds like and, college. Yeah, but but also like Life on nobody's a cruise ship. jealous. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but like nobody's jealous. No, there's no will they won't they. There's no like, it's not it's not weird and there's no drama. You know, like it's just like we care about Evolved. each other, but like also I might want to sleep with someone else sometimes, and it's fine. Because when you're William Riker, you you just and you're you're oozing. <laughs> when you sit on chairs truth? like that, you can have yeah. whoever you want. <laughs> it is amazing. Calling. The way that he sits at a chair is pretty amazing. 
Also, I don't know if I noticed this, and I can't imagine. I I feel like I might have dreamed this, um, but at some point, I think in the first off, I also want to say so. Beverly Crusher comes down for morning tea, then she takes Fosh on a, a tour of the um, ship, and they're at a bar, and she's like, "You want a drink?" And I'm like, "What time is it?" <laughs> we can't just be having croissants yeah. and drinking a pint. Yeah, it could be a mimosa. Also, she doesn't ask her what. But she Riker wants. is she at just the says, bar Do you just want drinking. a drink? Yeah, true. I guess we should explain those, like the fact that their alcohol doesn't contain, like they have synth ale and all these alcoholic drinks where they don't get you drunk. So, yeah. Oh, so synth you just ale. get to enjoy the taste of beer? Yeah. yeah which, like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, I want my alcohol. A ship have... full of O'Doul's. I'm drinking poison <laughs> for a reason. Give me yeah, the poison. Guidance <laughs> got real alcohol behind the she bar. Does, yeah. But. And you, you can have it if you ask for it, mm-hmm. but pretty, I mean, everyone's being responsible because they're all, you know, potentially on call all True. the time. <laughs> and this is a utopic future race or, of, yeah. of people who are responsible. Yeah. But, but the, uh, <laughs> the thing I wanted to mention, at one point, it seems like Vasha's earrings trail down into a necklace. Yes. Yes. And then yes. I, I was like... I think her earrings are doubling as a necklace to Tyler. And then the next scene, she doesn't have, she's not wearing it anymore. It's well, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's earrings necklace. I'm imagining that. I imagine that looks cool, but now I'm like thinking of like, you, you know, you bend over something and it hooks onto your necklace, pulls your earrings out. Yeah. uh, My first thought after, cool is ow (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like the weight of it dangling straight down it seems seems a bit much on the poor earlobes quite heavy quite heavy i mean i would say aside from that piece of jewelry in general vash's outfits are so are are very sleek but also very like 90s businesswoman Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's like some double-breasted like, suits going on, <laughs> and the the Fitted. like dark but sheer tights. Yes, yes, like and the the like smallish like medium-sized heel with the pointy toe. <laughs> it looks it looks uh, like and, my know. mom's outfit from 1993 <laughs> that she wore to the office. Oh, we didn't mention it, but uh, me and Tyler were very into uh, the sleepwear of the Enterprise. Oh. Oh. In that in the Vosh episode, anytime uh, Picard scantily. is wearing a low cut V and barely anything covering his hips oh, and his nether regions and tiny shorts, oh, also very like teensy tiny little shorts, I just love it. Like he's Captain Holiday, also right. He's the the first episode with Vosh when he's like laying out. On a like a beach chair with his chest all open. Somebody, I sent you that right, Lauren. That's a, an image where somebody photoshopped Picard's face onto his chest in a tessellation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he has like really, um, he has like silver metallic speedo esque things. They aren't like speedos, but they're those like really short Euro- European. Oh, like those drums. boy short cut, like yeah. just like a rectangle almost. Yes. It's oh, glorious. God. He has a budget too. Has a very like young, uh, young Sean Connery body. Yeah, it's it's like, like svelte. It's like I think he's leaner than Connery. He's like a I mean, lean fella. I mean, but like, not early, muscular, but very early, early Connery. Not not like Girdle later episodes <laughs> or later Bond movies where they're like, oof, oof. It's just not Last Crusade, Connery. 
<laughs> I wish. So much tweed. I um, actually do have noticed the whole pajama thing in Star Trek, like all oh, yeah. of them. And but one of the things I love is that whenever it's an alien in pajamas, like Worf, he is in like full pajamas. I think that's <laughs> to like hide the fact that he's only wearing like Klingon, you know, like right, it's right. or if do you have Klingon- like have Dude. anything else aside from the forehead ring? I guess they say they have a bifurcated kind of, Yep, they have two <laughs> it's like a snake's tongue. <laughs> I mean, I just picked them, but yeah, like there's all these alien species where you know it's like they have gray paint, and so you know that they have to be covered from the right. neck yeah. to the wrist. And right. it's yeah. like we're not going to dip you in a vat of paint just for this one scene, exactly. But it's kind yeah. of funny because they look like they're in you know, like what eight year olds wear on Christmas morning or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or come down. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's totally true. It's totally true. I'm imagining you know, like bunny slippers as well. <laughs> there um, are, and Lauren and I have talked about this quite a bit, actually. There are lots of metallic-y fabrics used in like the civilian clothing and also in the bedding on this show. Like there are lots sheets. of like like sparkly <laughs> space blankets. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's how you you know it's the future. We figured out a way to make sheets out of metal. Yes. I feel like that's Frakes. That's got to be Frakes. That's <laughs> He seems like a silk sheet guy, am I right? Oh, totally. Oh, At yeah, least probably. I mean maybe not Frakes, but definitely William Riker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> William uh, the Riker. Oh, I think we all know what that sound means. It's time for the verdicts. <laughs> Okay, so I, I, my my inclination would be to ask our guests what oh, their God. verdict is, but I think this is this Not a really moot, fair. It's a moot point. You're obviously super fans of this, but do you have anything that you would like to say? I, I will just say we do recognize that there are episodes that aren't good. Like we don't just take the whole. It's <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. So yes, I, absolutely. I, I'll just say that I'm. Uh, Excited, but also terrified of this moment. <laughs> yeah. To see if you think we're just wasting our time. No. I mean, we do We do spend a lot of time on our podcast just ripping the thing that we love to shreds. So, <laughs> I, I mean, that, yeah, I think we're, re- we're ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll just say I'm, I'm ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damon, what do you think? Would you no, want to no, go first? Lauren's not ready. Lauren's not ready? No, DJ, you go first. Uh, Okay, well, oh. see that? Oh, Jesus, it's even worse. Uh, okay, so we, we, I watched a lot of episodes. Um, I've, I've said that, and I'm not just, I'm not bragging. I'm saying I feel like I've got a pretty good context. Like a lot of times, you know, a seven, how many seasons of this? Seven seasons of this, 20 something episodes per season. Like watching four episodes is really hard. I mean, this that's the hard thing about doing a series is like, well, we have limited time. We can't always binge. And sometimes we don't want to binge like the whole thing. To, but you, we try to get a smattering. And I think you guys did a great job of selecting episodes. So thank you for putting so much time and thought and um, into like trying to pick not just the best episodes, but but something that would give us an actual overview of what the show is like. And that's what we're doing is we're like, should you revisit this as an adult if it was important to you as a kid? That's kind of the basic concept, right? And so yeah. 
I feel like <laughs> this is a pod- stalling for time. This is but... a po- this is a podcast, right? I'm speaking into a mic and I'm talking to you who, you know, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to the audience listening at home. I'm just explaining basic like a radio concepts. show, but, but, but you can listen to it at every any, any time you want. You can pause it and go, look, go watch the show and then come back. Um, so I, I think there's 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 a lot to to complain about. Um, some of it is just like a little unfair because it is a show from the 80s and 90s, like the production value, the stunts, the stuff that I totally complained about. And I think it's fair to complain about it, but it's also like you can't really dock points for it because it's like this was when the show came out. Deal with it. Um, yeah. But the the concepts they explore are really interesting to me. Like they're – and if you like – I mean, if you're inclined to like Star Trek, this is about as Star Trek as it gets. You know what I mean? It's and I don't I don't mean in the sense that I mean in the sense the platonic of, form of Star Trek. Yeah, I do, I really do. I mean, it's not the original, but it's also like I think they hit the stride more than the the original series does. And I know that's I'm sure a bone of contention in the Trekkie circles, but like I've seen a fair amount of the original series and I and I've seen the, all of the movies with Damon when he did his uh, Godforsaken project to watch all of the original <laughs> series movies, uh, and I feel like this this kind of does take it to another level of like really getting into those deeper themes, exploring interesting things, and it is the geekiest shit I've seen in a long time. Like, and I don't mean in in the sci fi which which I'm like all about. I'm that kind of geek, but the like. Like all of the characters are dorks, you know what I mean? Not, not just the actors, which I don't know about, but I'm just saying, like Riker's a dork, Picard's a dork. They're they're <laughs> dorky in different ways. Worf, who's like this big Claren word, is like the dorkiest one of all of them. Um, and and yeah, but, but they're all. This is why I like it. <laughs> no, I think I, that, because that was, they're all just like excellent at their jobs. They're super nerds. They're <laughs> very good at what they do, and it's just about a bunch of people in a ship flying around being very good at their nerdy jobs. Right. And I think I think that actually <laughs> adds to the charm of it, honestly, is like them because like you see Worf in his like intimidating uh, Klingon thing and he's like they keep talking about him like he's a great fighter, but he's terrible in every fight. He gets his ass kicked <laughs> almost every single time. And that's I love that. I don't think that was their overall intent i don't think they did it to undercut his character but it totally does but i love that because you're like this fucking guy has a deep voice and sucks at fighting you know what i mean which is okay you know so um, he's like six five yes he's enormous yeah i i never want to watch this show again i am so i am so of your wife <laughs> i watched oh, what a turn so much of this it's like i love mashed potatoes right but if you have like there's a certain amount of mashed potatoes that you eat where you're just like you can't even close your mouth anymore you're just like nah, nah, nah. that's how much star trek the next generation i've watched this week however i think it's fine i think it's great i think if you liked it as a kid you're not going to come back and be like what what was I thinking? I think you're going to appreciate things that you didn't appreciate, like me as a kid, where I was like, why are they talking so much? Because it's fucking interesting, little DJ. That's why. <laughs> because the action is stupid, so why don't you watch them... <laughs> Why don't you watch them talk about interesting philosophical things and explore sci-fi stories? Because 
them doing flips off the bridge isn't going to do you any favors. So that's what I sounds think. like you over caffeinated on Star Trek: The Next Generation. I did. Like, <laughs> I really it's fine. I just had too much all at once. Exactly. <laughs> On the other side, I watched the episodes we agreed to watch, and then I just let it play. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, "I don't have to watch in between the episodes. Just keep going anyway." (laughs) To to contradict myself a little, if we came back and I like later watch an episode or a couple of episodes, I think I'd be fine. But like the bin, I don't think it's for me. It's not a bingeable show. I think. If you're super into it, I'm sure it is. But like that, that's kind of my own experience. Mm. Your inner child is not an idiot. Damon, what do you think? Hi, thank you. Um, the two the two shows that I kept thinking about while I was I had a lot this, to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the two shows I kept thinking about when we were watching this was uh, Law and Order and <laughs> The West Wing were the two shows I kept like coming back to because they both like are this sort of utopian sort of geeky utopian idea like law and order is like oh, well you know this guy shot up this this country club but instead of just prosecuting the guy i'm also going to prosecute the gun manufacturers and like this idea idealized like idea of a, a an assistant da and then the west wing is like an idealized idea of a democratic um presidential administration yes, and it's like, like ensemble casts yeah, that's where true. Where everyone is good at their job. <laughs> where it's like competency <laughs> porn. Job. Yes, it is. <laughs> competency porn. Oh, wow, look my God. It's... In that data. Uh, but the, the, I think, and this like goes to, sh- this is like a little glimpse into my mental health of the past three years. Yeah. Uh, utopian idealized like platforms like this are, have very little mileage with me of late where like through the, the lens of the Trump administration, this idea of like, things are only getting better. One day we're going to get rid of money. We're going to get rid of the death penalty. We're going to be flying around in space. We're going to make peace with the Klingons. You don't know who they are yet, but we're going to work it out. Um, (laughs) It's just like, uh, no, we're not. We're just a bunch of fucking idiot animals and we're just going to fight each other and we're going to elect a game show host to be our president. Kids in cages, for Christ's sake. Uh, So, like, if you had me watch Star Trek The Next Generation on, like, November 6th, 2016, I'd be like, this is great! But now there's like a sourness, like when I watch these type of shows where I'm like, oh, you have no idea what's coming. Um, that that I find like dispiriting in a weird way. Uh, that being said, even though that got really dark, um, <laughs> Your Inner Child is not an idiot. This is a fun show. And I think if you liked it as a kid, you would like it now. There's, I, I have a feeling, I don't think I want to watch anyone more right now. <laughs> But I have a, a we weird need a itch break, that, okay? I have a weird itch that I think I would probably scratch with some more next generation, uh, like in the future. It's just sitting there on Netflix. What am I going to do? Yeah, just watch that. I'll tell you what. Um, th- this does make me want to do. Not to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt you. It makes me want to listen uh, again to your, your your the episodes of your podcast that I haven't listened to, and it makes me want to read Wikipedia entries. finally something to get you to read (laughs) Uh, um but yeah like all of my hobbies (laughs) (laughs) this is a a very good show it just has its cheesy moments yes yes sometimes i i i just first of all i want to say i'm so relieved (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked. Like, we got through, like, who? Uh, First but, of all, you brought, but, you're both putting way too much weight on what we think. <laughs> we're fans. I can't, we are I fans. Can't, we're fans of your podcast, and I and I'm I pay you guys. So maybe that's why. <laughs> we are that's the why I gave it a good vote. I don't know about you. <laughs> um, I I I will say uh, as as another like um, compliment to Star Trek that. Or and and also maybe in a way a compliment to myself. Yes, <laughs> work that in. Sometimes I will rewatch an episode and remember it very clearly from my childhood, like from when I was like eight, and be like, "How did you understand this?" Yeah, <laughs> when you were eight, like, why did you like this when you were eight? <laughs> like, what was wrong with you? <laughs> I do think it where it it works not to say you weren't a super intelligent eight year old. I'm sure you were, but like it also I do think it works on multiple levels because there is like the crazy alien shoot 'em up level, which you know my eight year old self would have been all about. I don't know about yours. Maybe you were into the cerebral aspect, but I would have been like, stop talking and shoot some phases, you know. <laughs> More sauce-sepping and phasey-shooting, you know what I mean? Phasies. I was like, I want to, like, hang out with Data. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to talk to Data, you know, like like that episode where there's that kid that wants to be Data. I've... There's more than one episode like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's more than <laughs> one episode where there's a child that wants to be an android. A Data wow. super fan? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I want to, like, hang out in, in a sick bay with Beverly Crusher and like of all the places on the Enterprise to hang out like you don't want to hang out in the bar you want to hang out in the sick bay I literally Lauren can back me up on yeah, this I, uh, I'm sick not, bay is where it's at I try to pull her out but like, I'm gonna be at 10 forward I the guess ep- the episode with their latest episode I literally was like sick bay seems like the cool place to hang out we- <laughs> When I, when I was in college, we actually went to the airport. This was pre-9-11. We went to the the airport to hang out. And now I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with like, you? Like it's the mall or something? Like we went we went and we pretend a bunch of our, like it was like six of us. <laughs> and we all pretended to be couples. And so we would like get it. We would like walk around the airport and like get in fights, like fake fights with our, our oh significant other. And we would like... <sighs> It was the dumbest thing ever, but it was also like you intentionally went to the airport. Anyway, this reminds me of your <laughs> your sick bay love. We're all a little okay. twisted in different ways, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, I I also want to say that I took it as a compliment you saying that this is the, some of the nerdiest shit that you've ever watched. <laughs> I I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I'm. <laughs> I'm uh, 100% a nerd. I'm not like, it's not a judgment. It's so much as This is a special kind of, this is a special kind of nerd. Yeah. It's one of those things too where like, I love sci-fi and I like comic books, but when you meet someone who really likes sci-fi or like really (laughs) like comics, you're like, oh, it's like somebody who likes music who talks to me. They're like, oh, you like are obsessed with me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a different level. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to... I was talking about the radio. I like we're listening to the radio. Can we? 
Hey, what do you think, everybody? Call us. 615-576-0525. Leave a voicemail. Um, you can text that number, too, I just realized. So go ahead and do that. <laughs> Uh, you can, a little nervous about we're millennials. We don't phone. like phone calls. Yeah. You can email us, your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com. Um, well, let's see. You can find us on all the things, the Twitter and the other stuff. What are the other ones, Damon? You know them. TikTok. Uh, you got a <laughs> WhatsApp. Um, you know, that one that's run by the Chinese government. You could probably use that one too. I think that's TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Good God. They're going to get clips of all of us dancing uh we'd like to thank our patrons including captain jean-luc picard the supreme ruler of this podcast <laughs> brandon hardy his owner the mayor his honor the mayor <laughs> yeah you that was it his honor the mayor that was it primordial burrito christine in brooklyn diamonds australian <laughs> accent <laughs> <laughs> Better than my actual Australian accent. <laughs> I think I got your name right. The rest of it was terrible. <laughs> Dan McIntyre. Dramatically placed hot dog. Jacob Grimm. The Zesty. Jeremy Powlin. Jonathan Day. <laughs> it feels like we're teaching people how to read. <laughs> We're going, we're going like in the deliberate. It, I'll make it closer. <laughs> Joshua Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> this was maybe a bad idea. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just cause. Karen Curd. Do we need a drum roll for this next one? <gasps> Larissa Maestro. It's me. Lindsay <laughs> Nell. Little flick. The end. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. It's more. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> my mind is stopped. <laughs> you just shut up with people. You're like, absolutely not. Screw you, other people. <laughs> So wait, what did you say? Was it Little Flick? Little Flick, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, on mine it cut off. Um. <laughs> You're just done. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, T. Smith. Go to hell. T. Smith. And Kevin from Cleveland. Thank you all very much for being our supporters. We really appreciate it. You're helping us uh, keep the lights on, pay our Squadcast bill so we can have these wonderful guests. Thank you, most importantly, to Larissa <laughs> And Lauren from Into the Wormhole. Thank you guys so much for joining Thank us. Thank you guys. Really and listen to Into the Wormhole. It's a re- even I, who only has a tangential <laughs> knowledge of Star Trek, have really enjoyed the ones I've listened to. It's fantastic. Thank you. I think wherever quality podcasts are sold, <laughs> I, yeah, I do will you ha- add yes. that um, there actually is another Star Trek podcast called Into the Wormhole. Okay. No. So we are changing your name to Satellite of Love. <laughs> We're technically into the wormhole with Larissa and Lauren. Yes. Okay. If if you look us up, then yeah, the the full title will kind of get you to us. (laughs) I think I would like to hear everyone's Picard uh, to play us out. Please. Picard impression? Yes, please. Make it so. That's mine. It's it's a little bit. You get into like a Southern Sean Connery. It's a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Make it so. Make it so. so. And then make it fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. (laughs) That's good. Engage.
Wait, uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. I have a stupid quote from him. I was hoping we would learn more about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is very specific. I actually have, I have a couple of quotes from the first one. Let me see if I can find it. Or what is the one where he's like, why does everything have to be a whatever? Yes, or exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why does everything become a something or whatever? <laughs> that was not yes oh what was God, that episode that that was it that was, data was that the data episode that's the, first the justice, justice episode the justice. very first oh, one something or all whatever oh oh the something or all so he's funny. so grumpy in that one please yeah, organize it into brief answers to my questions <laughs> I like that. you're babbling you're babbling find us in the collective at into the wormhole dot show on instagram at into the wormhole dot podcast into the wormhole is brought to you by we own this town <laughs>